podcast the podcast where we uh i don't know we look at different things um it's not really anything set in stone ever but anyway i'm sam and uh (laughs) the podcast where we look at things (laughs) it's fucking um all right all right let's let's okay take two hello and welcome to the dry run podcast um the podcast where we we try out different things week to week um my name is sam i am here along with Tim and Nathaniel. Hey guys. Shinkui. Hello. Man, I got the giggles tonight. I think it's good that we're talking about such a funny movie because, boy, I'm just out the gate feeling giggly. Shinkui indeed. Yeah, Shinkui indeed. Um, so it's uh, that, that time of year we're past the Hollow's Eve and October. Um, I do have some unfortunate news for the viewers. It did snow here around where we're at, and unfortunately, at some point, we may have lost the cricket in the basement. Uh, I haven't heard him for maybe a week's time now. I don't know what happened. I assume he's dead. No, Ma- no. I, maybe I he, he found his way out. He found his way out. He's living the, the best cricket life. Yeah, the cricket is gone. So is my catalytic converter. It's just it's been a it's been a roller coaster of a week. Yeah. So was may- there snow on the ground when uh, there was not snow on the ground? Oh, I, I, so I was no, hoping no for like I was hoping for yes. No forensic clues. files. It, it, footprints. It, so so for the listener, Tim uh, over overnight. Uh, had his car um, jacked up and uh, like a piece of the exhaust, the catalytic converter. Uh, I, I don't know cars. Yeah, so I don't exactly fully know what the catalytic converter does, but I definitely know that you need one because it reduces the environmental. I keep burping, Jesus Christ! The environmental impact of of, <laughs> of the car. I'm so sorry. Okay, uh, the catalytic converter. I'm pretty sure just re- reduces the environmental impact of the car, and it has like palladium and platinum in it, so it's worth and like rhodium, and so it, it's worth. Isn't a, it a volume thing as well, or was that just another piece that was attached to it? Um, it's it's connected to like directly to the exhaust line. So these fuckers, they literally came into our backyard. Um, and uh, so please don't do this if you're listening. Don't do this to me again, please, <laughs> um, or anyone. But they came into my fucking parking spot, laid down next to my car with a jack, and jacked that shit up in the middle of the night while I was presumably asleep. And they went at it with a sawzall and just cut a chunk of my fucking exhaust line out a and sawzall they, you think yeah like that, those, yeah. those fuckers are loud like uh, they they used something like Especially maybe just metal, like a hacksaw like... but they just went at it and they they legitimately just took a piece out and then they went and probably sold it to a scrapyard for a few hundred bucks and 
Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a few hundred ex- bucks is a pretty good haul though. It's quite the expensive yeah. repair. Yeah, but I mean, it's a it's, it's a very bandito move, you know. Yeah, in the no, it, the night, and that makes your shit loud when you turn it on. I was like, I was gonna go get coffee, and I hit like I turned on my car. It's a Prius. Apparently, Priuses are the crown jewel of catalytic converters. Those are the ones that the uh, thieves want. So if you have a Prius, be careful. But um. They like I turn that shit on and it's like, and all of my warning Holy lights shit, were on, now. and it was just like it was super loud. And I turned that off and I looked and there was like a spring on the ground. And called up friend Henry and said, "Hey, you know, I found a spring on the ground and the car's super loud." And he correctly predicted that somebody had crept in and made off with a piece of my car. Hmm. Yeah, and honestly, um, I don't know if they planned this, but they did it the night before the first snowfall, which I've always um, thought, and I, this, I don't think this is a independent thought, but how like you could like rob a bank right before a big snowfall, and then you can get away right before this, and the snow covers all the evidence. Kind Everyone's of thing. distracted with all the. Oh yeah, you like know what I mean. It doesn't common leave track. stuff would freeze. Yeah, the Christmas spirit well, is imbued in if, people, and okay. they don't want to go after you. They're just like, oh. If there what was, if he was hungry, if there Aww, was, so if, pretty out. If there was bodily, <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot what was happening. <laughs> if there were bodily f- fluids spilled, I don't think that that's the correct time because I do think it would freeze. Um, so <laughs> I, d- I just mean like a bank robbery. Um, or you know, theft of a of a piece of a car, or I'm just wondering what what evidence snow would cover, like well, in a bank robbery. Yeah, I don't know, like footprints or something. I don't know. I don't know. There could be DNA? like a, like a I mean, it's, de- it's definitely better than robbing it while it has not like, to like go super dark with it. But what if there's like a helpful homeless dude who like saw something and then the snowfall like drops the temperature and kills him, and then you can't like get his side of the story. Yeah, so um, <laughs> um, I think the reasoning what? behind it. I'm replaying too, L.A. Noir. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure L.A. Noir has come up in every single episode. God, <laughs> I, really, I really, I really dislike that game. By the end of it, I don't want to talk about it. I again. don't know why it keeps coming up because <laughs> these uh, a little behind the curtain. This is these are recorded very far apart, <laughs> so like. For it to come up this frequently is very strange. Yeah. Because I don't think we talk about it at all unless we're recording. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I think the idea behind the snowfall bank robbery is you do it, like, right before the snow, like a big snowstorm, so that if they're trying to pursue you, they have a harder time because it's snowing a lot. But if you show up and the bank staff is, like, just getting ready to, like, go home early because of the blizzard, like, the manager okayed it. And they're like just about to go home and hunger in and like, you know, fuck their husbands and make another kid or something. Uh, more children I made during uh, snowstorms. Fun fact. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, you get there and they're like ready to go home. <laughs> and I feel like Tim is not on point today. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Continue, continue. No, yeah, but like you're you get there and they're just like ready to go home and um you walk in and you know you're like give me the money and they're like 
no, I'm going home early. Like, I'm off the clock. And they just, like, you know, you can rob the bank without me. And they just leave, and all the staff leaves, and they leave you to rob the bank alone. And you don't know how to open anything, but you just have free reign. Like, what would you do? Well, I think a lot of old um, bank robberies in, I don't know, 40s, 30s, they would they would break into banks when they're closed. I'm sure they still do that, but I think it was like the security was more lax so you could get away with it. I remember we learned about one that happened here in Minnesota and it was like the Cookie Monster? Or? No, I think it was actually I think it was actually um what Bonnie and Clyde is based on, like the the people that that is based on. I'm pretty sure that they came to Minnesota and they robbed a bank and they would rob banks when they were closed and then they wouldn't know until they came in that morning to open and go, oh my God, we've been hit. But then they're uh, already gone. Wait, Bonnie and Clyde weren't real? That's just a movie? No, they're based on real people. That's what I was saying. Oh, but but it's, they're not based on like people who happen to be actually just named Bonnie and Clyde. They could like, be. I don't okay. know. I don't know their real names. Okay. It, it I, I thought this was Bonnie like... and Clyde are real people. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde. This bitch was fucking listening. Yeah, yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. Well, you you, you may it? as well you may as well ask her if Bonnie and Clyde are real. Yep. Well, are Bonnie and Clyde real? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You burped. <laughs> Holy shit, Siri! You take forever to. Bonnie and Clyde. Okay, bon- Bonnie Elizabeth Parker and Clyde Chestnut Barrow were an, Ameri- what? That is a were an American that is an criminal awesome <laughs> American criminal couple who traveled the central United States with their gang. They had a gang during the Great Depression, known for bank robberies. They preferred to rob small stores or rural gas stations. Yep, they did one in Minnesota, and they would do it when they were closed, and then they'd escape before they opened in the morning. Nice. Took them that long to rob it. They like just would fucking take everything. Like come in with a Conestoga all wagon. The gummies, and just, like, all rob the, 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 the Harbro gummies. All the CBD gummies, bro. Lifesavers, lifesaver bro. gummies. Bro. I'd go straight for probably the Gushers, I think. Gushers are good, but I would pro- honestly, this is me being real. If I robbed them and I took the Gushers, I'd probably eat those before I left. Am I right? Those yeah, are so true. hard not to eat. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Let me, let me level with gu- you. Is that a gusher? A really bad gushers plug? <laughs> Did we get sponsored? Let, let me level with you. I'm a bit I would of a lo- gusher I would love freak. to be sponsored by gushers, especially if they like did like a like a package drop with me every time like um oh. like the watermelon flavor came back. Dude, I love Gushers. No, yeah, gu- Gushers are great. If, uh, if Gushers, we're, we're gushing over them right now. If Gushers sponsored us, I would love to have a like a video promo of our podcast where our heads turn into the fruit after we eat them. Oh, you know what oh I mean? Like, God, dude, I always wanted that to happen when I was a kid, dude. Like, I love that shit. You want to like turn into the grape? You know, you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, I hope that one's gonna be me. No, I, I want. But then turn- you want to like eat your own face, and you can't eat your own face. That's true. Or can you? That's true. I don't know. Maybe if it's that swollen, you could like maybe. Maybe like, your maybe your, your original head is like, like just inside all of that, and you like eat away. Eat out of it. Like <laughs> eat out of your own face. Whoa, yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but. 
Dang. Yeah. I don't know how that works. <laughs> but you know, what I would like, but what I would really I like to do is take a ton of gushers and make a pie with them in, in the filling. Like, hmm, interesting idea. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe gushers and ice cream, and they'd harden, and then you'd have to oh, bite it. Gushers into. and ice cream is a must, dude. I don't know if you've ever had that. It's actually really good. You have had that? Yes, I've done that. I've put gushers in my ice cream. Really? What? Are they still liquid on the inside, or does it freeze? Uh, it depends on how long you leave them in there. I assume the liquid wasn't wouldn't freeze, but I bet the gummy exterior would probably harden up, so you'd have to like get really gnaw tough. at it, yeah, and then it would just tough ooze. and shit. Yeah. Gummies in the freezer. That sounds like it could potentially be really fire. G- gummy bears at Cold Stone is really good. I get it in chocolate ice cream. It's like it the mini gummy weird. bears? Yeah, the those get really ones. hard. They get really like, hard. They get hard like, like jujubes. That's why I always yeah. like jujubes because uh, they're so like... But Yeah, it's like a dog toy for humans. You're like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instant cavities. It gets in like every like, crack <laughs> and crevice of your teeth. It's and... never coming out. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, I guess... Uh, what other candies do you guys like? I'm looking through my bag here, my Halloween bag of. Oh, I, I recently, I, I recently actually, uh, not recently, but within the last couple months, watched. I'm just remembering this now, like a way too long video on YouTube of someone like squeezing out like a thousand, um, uh, squeezing out like the cum from the middle of the 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 gusher into like a big cup and like drinking it. <laughs> It was Jeez. like 15 minutes long. <laughs> just like a tiny bit of liquid. What, like, what was their method? Did they use like a like a pin to prick it and squeeze a it? Razor. And, a razor. They would use a razor and, then, and like, they squeeze peel it. it back or like. Nope, they just fuck. squeeze out all the. So like cum. an ASMR thing. Like, oh, look at me pop these gushers zits. What is that? How is that ASMR? Isn't that like. Anyways, he, he didn't. I'll, I'll save you 15 minutes of your life. And he, he said it wasn't good. It was very, very <laughs> sugary and like almost <laughs> oh, unbearably, really? Really? unbearably sugary. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought. I but, know. I didn't even know there was sugar in it. So but, that surprised wait. me. Oh, so, wow. So, so ASMR can be like popping pimples? I thought it was just... I think, yeah, it can be all these different kinds of like tactile. It's like sensory stuff. I don't think... Isn't it's, ASMR like... Is it, it? Can it be porn too, or no? It can probably be pornographic too. Yeah, there's some sort of porn category that's maybe sounds I like think, ASMR, but I think that you are thinking of if I talk like this and send out takeout. Oh yeah, you're, you're gonna come for me. You're Wait, gonna, did you say send out takeout? Are we gonna get KV it? I really. No. KV it has the best Vietnamese food in Madison. Major plug. Wait, wait. Minneapolis, holy shit! You need take, to edit that. Take, We're not in Madison. Take, take, <laughs> take out. Will you stop whispering like that? Just let me say my sentence. Take out your bathroom part right now. I'm, my bathroom parts are uncomfortably hard. <laughs> my bathroom part confused what town I was in. <laughs> wow, that really took me to a, a, a very. Uh, no, sensual place. Some of our some and of our listeners are relaxed. Some of our listeners had to pull over because they just they they just couldn't control themselves. Hearing me talk like this. I don't know if that's considered ASMR. Wait, is what, what, Jason what the does... first ASMR uh, pioneer? <laughs> he's not. Uh, he he's not actually saying get out. He's saying um. What he's is saying... he? What are you saying? What, what's the name of the lake? Crystal Lake. Oh shit! Well then, no. Then it's like s- 
Gis, gis. <laughs> He's saying uh, the name of like the the cabin or like something. He's saying like, <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake is the I know. camp. Yeah, fuck, it's not that. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look it up at a later time, but yeah, um, he's actually saying something. Something so. I legit thought yeah, he was yeah. just making a scary like, noise. Fuck it. I'm no, it's look fine. It we don't have to. Look I thought it's like human. That's like the human equivalent of the Jaws. We already Siri like, Donnie and Clyde. This isn't the, da, the Google da, phone show. Da, 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 okay, da, Google. Da, 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 da. Okay. What is Jason saying? <laughs> ki, 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 ma, ma, ma. Huh. That's kind of what I thought. <laughs> Why? Why would you it's think? It's an accident. Why would you? How is that an accident? Accidentally crushed, crushed my white clock. <laughs> You Reached have up worms on the table. in your brain, I swear. <laughs> Crush the can. Okay. Um, yeah, so spooky season has passed, um, and we are now into that almost, some might say, even spookier month of November. You know, Thanksgiving. The most stressful fucking month ever. We, we've, got, we've got an election that happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. We have and, a new president uh, now. We have it. We have talk a, about it. Well, we don't know if we have a new president. Oh, I mean, hopefully like, we have a new president. Yeah. We, have, twist. we have a new presidential term on the horizon. Yeah. But November isn't scary just for the election. It's They're scary. still counting votes. Um, but it's scary. You go, you know, to your family and have conversations. It's going to be a real. Uh, it would be a really politically charged Thanksgiving, but thankfully, coronavirus, baby. Holidays are canceled. Yep, holidays Fuck are yeah, canceled. Dude. No Thanksgiving, no Christmas, but guess what? There's going to be a lot of shopping online. Yep. I'm not going to eat a home-cooked meal for the rest of the year. Will I'm... you get out of giving your family gifts? Find out in a month. It I don't all think depends on what your family chooses of... to do. Get yeah, out of doing I, that. I think gifts are still happening. Unfortunately, I can Amazon Prime gifts to people's houses, so there's like not really... Yeah, an excuse. It's true. I'll just have to kill my family. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and by then, Cyberpunk will finally have come out, and that's the greatest gift of all. What's the release date Hopefully. on that? The I hype on that game is the nineteenth of November. Oh yeah, I mean we're we're on the fourth today, so yeah, it's two weeks out. Oh, two weeks in a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. two weeks only. When is it coming out? November nineteenth, and it is November fourth right now. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> ah yes it's crazy how the time flies during wow corona, i forgot dude. it was november yeah right um yeah dude uh, where, where do you think the hype level is on that game from like a I 10 think, being gta 5 i think it's at like a 7 because i think a lot of people have forgotten about it due to the delays but it's going to be one of those like sleeper hits dog it's going to come back and just like sleeper, sleeper hits. Hits. i, I, like I was going to say it's like a nine or a ten of, yeah. of all time okay. i was going to say nine okay well i'm excited either way i'm super super stoked my pre-orders come in the day it releases hopefully they'll just fuck up and give it to me a couple days early uh, oddly this is another topic that we have covered uh, on the podcast, we talked. About I don't know what it is when we sit down in these chairs. It it <laughs> it turns into L.A. Noir and uh, uh, manipulating the genitals of cyberpunk. <laughs> I forgot about that. We did talk about this. That was a while oh, yeah. ago. That was like uh, how many months ago? 
Uh, I mean, a, mo- a month and a half, two, maybe maybe two or three uh, release uh, dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times may gotcha. have changed, but the people are still the same. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's switch topics. Um, yeah, to... we. Hmm. Yeah. So why are we here again? Let's. Y- it worked. <laughs> um. No. Uh. Th- we, there's plenty of topics to still talk about. Uh. Um. Uh. Uh. uh uh, oh, I have some news for the listener. Um, some sad news, actually. Uh, it, I regret to inform you that the cricket has died. Um, he was in our basement. What? Oh, oh shit, sorry. Uh, I guess we already covered that. <laughs> um, I got worms in my brain. You got crickets in your brain, boy. I do have crickets. <laughs> I've, I, had, I had a cricket in my brain for like, for like, what, a month and a half? That thing was. Thing you know was what everywhere. I have in my. Oh, never mind. Never Lost mind. Lost. I was of going sleep. to bring up a topic that we were we were eventually going to talk about. Yeah. I was going to say I have that one song in that one film that we're about to talk about that the listener already knows because of the title of this podcast. What a great segue. Uh, <laughs> so, so today we're talking about Borat subsequent movie film. To What's fun. the full title? Yep, got it right here. They also do this cutesy thing where they like change the title several times throughout the movie to like reflect what's happening. But we're gonna go with we're gonna go with the published we're gonna go with the published title. They changed the title based on who their target was. They had three separate title screens. Really? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was gonna say at uh, at work today I had that uh that terrible uh Country Steve song stuck in my head so bad. Oh, that's great. Obama, what we gonna do? Inject him with, with the, the Wuhan, Wuhan flu. flu. Inject him with the Wuhan flu. Everybody now. Yeah, journalists, you know what we gonna do? Chop them up like the Saudis do. I'm glad I can finally say yeah, people, that. People, people really love <laughs> and it. And it's funny now. And no one will hear it. Yeah. yeah. I can uh, just let finally, it all out. Finally get it. So the full title of the film is Borat's subsequent movie film, Delivery of Prodigious Bride to American Regime for Make Benefit, Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. I believe it's Prodigious nah. Bribe. You said bribe. Ah, I did. Which it is, is interesting. It is, it is bribe. Ah, I, I, uh, I, you know, I, I've, well, seen, I've in- seen the film, so I know what the bribe is. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, this is a film that uh, came out. Uh, recently, ago, last month it, it came no, out. No, 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 it came out about against all odds. It released this film. It came out maybe about two weeks ago. So, if you're listening to this now, I guess it's not quite two weeks. It's just under two weeks. So about ten days ago. So um, if you're a big, if you're a big spoiler fiend, maybe, maybe, maybe you should turn this off. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we should run to before. Amazon Prime trademark. And yeah, just pause this and just uh, pause this. Watch the film. It's an hour and thirty six minutes. If you're not on Amazon, Amazon Prime, buy a four K TV. Yep. Wait a little bit for that shit to show up. Put it on. Pay extra on Amazon. Maybe do you have to pay extra for it, or does it no. come? Okay, okay. You don't have to pay extra, but then no. Look or, order the TV on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then and then you can watch Borat. You can watch in 4K. it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime too. So. So if you pay for Prime, you'll get free shipping, and then you'll also get to watch this movie. All hail King Bezos.
as I like to say, praise the bays. Yeah, we can all agree to that. We all are, uh, you know, uh, feeding that 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 man his money. He sits atop a, a a company empire, and we just shovel in money to get convenient things we don't need to our doorstep in two three days. It's, it's not really two days anymore. Let's be real. Bezos, he's uh, he's he's cashing in on the pandemic, and I don't think that. The fact that things aren't coming in two days is like it's, you know, the workers obviously should be protected and it's fine if my my thing comes on the third day rather than the second. But I, I, I do think that they're it's uh, taking weeks. I do think that they are kind of um, taking advantage of the, the fact that they're like, oh, only essential things are two days now. Is um, that still uh, a thing? I think so. I haven't seen anything. I mean, I don't. I don't read their like press releases or anything, but I remember they announced that and I definitely have ordered a couple things that it'll say two days and then when two days comes by eight PM Yeah, there's like oops. oh delayed. I, I look at my phone and it's like, Oh, that'll be here next week. And it's yeah, like, this shit have yeah, that happened yeah, with my, like, my, my microphone boom that I'm using right now. This shit was late. My fucking T V was late by like fifteen minutes. Oh my God, dude, what? Fifteen it, minutes. It freaked me out though, because it it had a it had a three hour window, and uh, it was past the window. I'm like, fuck this. I mean, this is like a decent. This is probably the most expensive thing I've bought in a while. And I was like, fuck, like, did it get lost or something? Like, yeah, I don't know. Did it get lost or something? I don't know. You better just listen to my lost TV flow. I'm out here trying to find 4K subscriptions. It's okay because I'm on a mission. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Tim's going to... Tim wrote a song and he is going to do a couple bars every 20 minutes or so. So stay tuned. And if you are a... If you're one of the... You're one of the dry run heads out there. Feel free to take the clips and put them together, and it will actually make a like a like a pretty um, timely uh, topical song about this world we live in. This is like one of those things where you subscribe to the sci-fi magazine, and they give you one out of a thousand pieces of the DeLorean. And then if you subscribe to the magazine for like three years, you get a shitty plastic DeLorean out of it. Yeah, it's a lot like that. We like to provide shitty prizes for our viewers. Um, but free. Free prizes. Oh, it, yeah, it's a free prize. And you're probably wondering... You just need to listen to one million episodes. You're probably, so you're not allowed to complain, bitch. You're probably wondering, like, oh, is it like an acapella sort of thing? No, you actually take that and you loop our intro music and you put it over it and it will align perfectly. Mm-hmm. Just a little... Easter egg for all you dry run heads out there. Yeah, yep. you you just have to adjust the BPM of both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and actually, if you listen to every episode backwards, there's one one word in there, and we switch it up each time. Um, who 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 says the word? But there'll be one word where if you play it in reverse, it sounds like another word. Like just a write swear that down. Word. Just write that down. Um, and. Uh, yeah, just I think I think you can do the rest. I'm not really gonna give too much away. Yeah, honestly, just do that and stand back and stand by. You'll know when <laughs> it's the time to act. We will signal you if you if you understand the code. We will signal you. 
and um, it's just be ready. To be, right. be ready to act. All right. Be ready. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Borat's subsequent movie film, it is a timely release. Uh, it is the um, the follow-up to 2006's uh, Borat uh, film that kind of took the world by storm. It was a, a it's a very funny film, and it it, it was a sensation. Yeah, um, cultural learnings for make benefit of great nation, Kazakhstan, glorious, glorious nation, and yeah, it was it was a huge one, and they actually kind of address the popularity of the first one in this one and in the very beginning of the film uh they kind of because you're wondering oh how can he do continue to do this dressed as the same character everyone saw it though it was 14 years ago people remember they and, and yeah, they and they chase him they did a nice job of showing scenes of him dressed as borat and just people on the street are chasing him asking for autographs uh, giving him high fives so they kind of tie that into the film, and uh, it also with the the ho- near the Halloween release, they he goes to a Halloween store and gets a bunch of costumes to dress up, and that's how they address the fact um, to try to keep um, him anonymous in his uh, his antics of trying to get people to agree to kind of heinous things and yeah beliefs. stupid foreign yeah. reporter the, the further it t- turns out the further south you go um the less people have watched borat it seems um because they, <laughs> that's that's a good good point well i was actually yeah. i was wondering actually if they like do you think like they had any like sort of like research like team or like 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 yeah send out would, like, like a poll like, like a feeler to see yeah like a poll like have was. you watched borat like yeah. you know yeah just i guess like most a... of it took place in south around south carolina um, okay, interesting. But yeah, I wonder, like, you know, I mean, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure there are like a decent amount of people that haven't seen Borat, but definitely not in not in, in our not, circle, not in our circle, <laughs> not in. Uh, I, I feel like everyone in Minneapolis knows who Borat is. <laughs> like, obviously, that's not true, but I feel like definitely over fifty percent know who Borat is. But yeah, again, I, would, I don't, I don't yeah. know. The, the, they at least know what very nice means. Right. And, yeah, I don't know. We're, I think we're going beat, beat by beat here. So, I, yeah, never mind. Yeah, I, yeah, I won't, yeah. uh, I, yeah I but talk. so, but so, I mean, so how, so how does it open up? It opens up. It opens with him, with uh, him being punished. Yep. If so, I remember. so the film opens, he is at a work camp and it, uh, kind of addresses the popularity of the first film, but it is framed as it was like a, humiliation for uh his home country kazakhstan and he has been sent to work in a labor camp because um just because he brought shame to the nation and they were the laughing stock of the world um so the film opens with him being in the work camp but then he is called in for a new <laughs> mission yeah, i just remembered the naked wrestling scene i was like trying to think like what what brought shame to the nation like what specifically in the movie was oh, it the, yeah the, and then the, i remember the, the naked wrestling scene with azabat bagatov in, in, <laughs> in the first film yeah like the blurred assholes and running through the hotel convention center i'm sorry continue um, so yeah, he's called in for a mission to try to, um, kind of embarrass the, uh, the leader of America that they don't agree with, uh, Barack Obama, <laughs> I believe is what they say, but, uh, we don't have to get this detailed into it, but, uh, 
So instead of going for Trump, the new leader of America, they decide to focus on Mike Pence. They can't go for Trump because Trump knows who he is because in the first Borat, he took a shit in the bushes outside of Trump (laughs) Tower. (laughs) Yeah. So they have to go after some lower hanging fruit. He was truly ahead of his time in deciding to have a scene where he shit in front of Trump Towers in 2006. And it's one of those scenes that is just so quick in the first one. Yeah, it's just a transition. It shows that clip in the second one and it's just, it's so fucking, it's so much more funny now you know now that trump is uh is president he's like yeah we couldn't go after trump because he knows who i am and and i honestly <laughs> really like the fact that they went for mike pence i feel like not enough people go after mike pence and he's just as uh he's the sleeper agent he, he's yeah. he's just as he's got as much blood on his hands as trump does he's just like the silent nice guy next to him but he silent but he uh, he agrees the with silver fox he agrees with the things he does and some might say he even is could potentially be kind of cute no <laughs> No, <laughs> he he could potentially be worse with his uh, super Christian views. Like he's got some pretty bad views. Yeah, um, that Trump doesn't share. Trump Trump makes fun of him for being religious. Well, also, how funny was it though when they spun the thing about him not being in a room with another woman, and they oh, made yeah. it out to be like he's a such a hound? he's such a womanizer that they can't let him in a room with another woman alone. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah which is a thing that he does not do himself. He does, he he will not be in a room with a woman after dark. Oh, it's he, after dark. He, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he repeated. Wait, or is that real? It's, it's after dark, or if there is drinking involved, he I cannot be in a room alone with a woman. What the fuck? Why does he turn into a fucking werewolf or something? <laughs> Jesus Christ! The scariest know. man no, his, alive. His his his, his uh, wife that he calls mom or mama. The fucking the fucking sunset. <laughs> probably is part of it. He just too. turns to <laughs> turns to the woman he's with. He's like, run, <laughs> run right now. You have no idea what's about to happen. Um, one, one joke here in the, the prologue that I really liked is the reason that they're doing it is because of Barack Obama and how he was the president and they don't want, um, other quote Africans to think that they can run countries. And then they show this quick photo yeah, of Justin yeah. Trudeau in blackface. <laughs> yeah. This, that was the first time I'd seen this photo and it's not it like, is so it's, bad. it's like the worst. Blackface it's pretty photo. fucking bad. It is so bad. How is that not like a bigger scandal? Like it was, a it thing. was, it was a big, it, it was a big scandal, but yeah, people still was... love Justin Trudeau and are like, I wish he was our leader. And it just shows how fucking bottom of the barrel we have, where we're like, yeah, the guy who did blackface when he yeah, was younger. Yeah, we'll, tra- we'll, we'll, tra- we'll take. We'll take this well, because his policies have been somewhat. Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's decent. I mean, yeah. I, I would take Justin Trudeau over Trump any day. Yeah, I would. I would literally. Yeah, I I I think I still have to go on record and say that. Yeah, even though he did blackface, he's still not as racist as Trump is. Yeah, mm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Although the blackface is very, very bad, and oh, I encourage you to so see the movie because then you don't even have to look it up. You can just um, see it. Yeah, they yeah, do, yeah. They don't do look it up before you watch the movie. And, yeah, and like, an, experience an, it like I did because it was shocking. A, <laughs> another thing with the blackface is that photo and that particular party he was at was not the only time he did that. He did it a couple times. It there was were, his party trick. There were se- <laughs> it there was like a something he's into. Like there were several photos of him from different events different dressed nights, in blackface. Yes, different Halloween parties. I think two of them, but still, that's fucked up. I okay, this is weird tangent, but I just watched this horror movie Pontypool. 
uh, it's a Canadian horror movie. I've seen that one with the in the sound booth. Yep, yep. Yeah, from yeah. two thousand eight. It's, it's a good, it's a good zombie movie. But in that movie, it came out in two thousand eight. They have a scene where like this Lawrence of Arabia like group come in and they're gonna sing a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them is in blackface, and this is a Canadian film. And I w- I just watched this recently, and I was like, is that like a thing in Canada? Do people like do that pretty regularly in Canada? Like, is blackface acceptable <laughs> I, in Canada? I, I don't know. I don't remember that part, but it's, I don't remember a lot of that movie. I, w- I watched that movie a long time ago. Yeah, I just I just watched it recently, so it's fresh in my mind. But I, I, I it made me think of Justin Trudeau, and this was before I watched Borat, and I was just thinking, like, is that like that two thousand eight? That's pretty late to be doing that. I bet Justin Trudeau wasn't doing that in two thousand eight. Like, you know, it just seems like I don't know. Is that does that shit fly in Canada? For our listeners out there who are Canadian, if you have dressed in blackface. Uh, Answer our poll. Have, are you cool with are you cool with blackface? <laughs> yes or no? Come on air and defend blackface. <laughs> we will take a caller to defend blackface if you and truly believe open. it's okay. <laughs> if you get me a pair of shoes, we'll let you come on and defend blackface. And we're certainly the best people to to tell you it's not okay. you'll get a lot of exposure <laughs> <laughs> lots of viewers uh so then in the film after borat gets his mission to go to america to uh, give a gift this uh this popular uh film industry mogul in kazakhstan this monkey named johnny <laughs> he, about the monkey. He's gonna he's gonna give him as a gift to uh, Mike Pence, number one porn star in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna give him as he's a like gift. The, but he's also like the minister of culture, isn't he's he? He's the minister of culture, and he's like the head of the film industry in Kazakhstan. And they're yeah. giving him away as a gift. Yeah, to to Michael Penis. <laughs> he always calls him a uh, Penis too, which is <laughs> which I, I love. Michael, uh, Penis. I love Penis. Um, so after he gets his mission he heads back to the village where the first film started and shows his home which he in this film has not been back to because he's been in this work camp since uh, the release of the film Uh, we get a call back from his neighbor who has taken over his home and then he goes in his backyard and this is the the first time we meet his daughter who he did not know about but it's a this young girl, 15 years old, she is supposed to be, and she is just in a pen, like in dirt, and she's all dirty, and she's watching this uh, small TV with a like a what looks like a Disney production about uh, Melania Trump. Mm. Yeah, um, that, that comes back Disney, later as a Disney princess. So we get the first 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 shot of that. Um, just animation that looks a lot like Disney. She's made it, up to yeah. look like a Disney princess. Yeah, it's pretty pretty elaborately done, actually. Yeah, it has it's, like it's a really Trump well character too. Like, yeah, it's like it's like Beauty and the Beast, essentially. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Beauty and the Beast, of. and it 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 has been. Well, I thought it was Aladdin. I think you, it's Beauty and the you're Beast. You're probably right. Um, and it's just kind of what his daughter has watched in this pen. So she really looks up to Melania Trump, and she hopes to one day you know, get an opportunity to be a princess like her. Shave her unibrow. Yeah, yeah. She thinks uh, Melania uh, is the happiest wife in the world, and uh, that's her her loftiest goal in life, is to become the happiest wife in the world. So this is essentially the prologue of the movie, and he is sent back to America. 
Um, and this Wait, is, that, let's not skip over the uh, the the, uh, the, big, the classic scene where he's uh, has like all the shit like on his yeah, cart. He's got like, a big rickshaw looking thing. Yeah, it's like the first. It's like it de- definitely like a callback to like the first one. The exact same thing happened. Yeah, he's carrying the same like, a rickshaw. Like, I'm Romania. going to America. And yeah, all the people like, are like you. wishing him <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah. So it actually looked like the same village too. I it, can't believe they um, had him it back. Was. Yeah, they actually there's there's things online that those people sued um, for the portrayal of how they were shown in the movie. But I also read a thing that um, they were actually kind of coaxed into suing and it was actually the lawyers trying to profit from it. And they kind of coaxed them into it um, to sue him. Okay. I mean, they didn't like look bad. Like that was obviously like a yeah. joke. Yeah, I mean, no, it was yeah. obviously fake. He I wasn't mean, pranking uh, them. They were just yeah. yeah. And I think the I think it was lawyers who went there saying that. Oh no no no! This is like he was making you look bad. We'll get you rich. Is essentially yeah. what I think. Um. So I, when I originally saw this movie, I was kind of con- like I. I was a little concerned that there weren't as many. Um, like not pranky but like with real people like scenes where they where he's kind of playing his character and there's real people that don't know exactly what is going on and he kind of gets them to say things when i first saw it i was kind of concerned that it was more scripted than those scenes but in looking at it again it's actually pretty much though it's made up of those scenes with with small scripted transitions yep yeah, but, and, uh, and all the scripted parts are just that transitions into the next yeah, prank. Exactly, and these these pranks they begin at this moment. It's uh, it's prologue pranks almost all the way through, and then there's an epilogue um, kind of thing that's mm-hmm. not pranks. But yeah, so we he gets to America, and this is where we get the explanation that he can't dress as Borat, and we see all the people chasing him around. Um, so he decides to go to a Halloween store to find costumes. And it doesn't it doesn't say this, but like the beginning part where everyone's chasing him, I imagine, is probably like right when he like landed at probably like you know, probably like New York or like some shit. Because it looks like like yeah. a big like city. Yeah, it probably stirred up some attention and yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I think and, that and was then, and then I think he just went instantly south. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's where he was able to get uh, a lot of footage where people didn't recognize him as. But he got a surprising amount of usable footage, not in well as Borat, yeah, like, as the character Borat. Like a surprising amount of people didn't know who. Yeah, he was. and it tend to be like older people that didn't. Yeah, usually old mm-hmm. whites. And the the first instance of that is when he's in the Halloween store, and while he's looking through the Halloween store, he sees a costume of Borat. But it's one of those like not to be sued uh, costume makers where they like give it a strange title, but you totally know what it is. Like for like workaholics, it'll be like slacker, you know what I mean? But it's like, oh, that's like the workaholics guys. And then for Borat, it's like it was d- yeah. dumb foreign reporter. Yep. And it looks exactly like Borat. But they just kind of do that to. I don't know, not be sued by the intellectual property that they are trying to be. And the guy kind of noticed it. He's like, that looks a lot like you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that, that part was pretty funny. I, I thought that he uh, recognized, he like started to recognize him during yeah, that scene. But I guess he knew a little bit, but he didn't. I Because I actually just right before this, I did like the smallest amount of research. And that was one of the things I read. He was like, 
Yeah, I, I didn't know who he was. Like, he was asking a lot of weird questions, and he had oh, no idea God, who he what was. The fuck? So he was just like, you look exactly like this costume. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't think you need to buy that one. Like, <laughs> let's try this one over here. <laughs> you know? We got some... Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, we got some creepy clown costumes you can try out. I don't think you need to try that one out. So, so he goes to the store to get all these costumes so he can dress up and hide his identity. Uh, the, the next... Um, kind of prank it's not even it's kind of like a prank scene i don't know what to call those scenes like real like real i don't know what <laughs> like what's the scene you're talking I, well about no no no. i just real I, I i just mean like that type <laughs> of like scene like it's kind of it's kind of like a prank real it's kind of like a prank <laughs> scene but i feel like prank is like the wrong term for it you know what I mean? like, well, like what un- scene unscripted you unscripted i just mean in general man on real people and it's unscripted. Oh, I, I would consider them pranks. I, I mean, they're kind of pranks, pranks, but I feel like prank kind of has a different connotation than I'm thinking. But well, anyway, yeah, no, it's is... not like a slapstick prank. It's like, yeah, yeah, but you yeah. are pranking them. And if you're listening to this, you have seen the film or you're familiar with Borat. Or if not, what are you doing yeah, with your go life? Go fuck yourself and yeah, watch it. fuck you. What are you doing with your life? Listening to three people talk about Filthy a movie. Filthy American... Honestly, Borat, the first Borat was definitely in definitely one of the funniest movies I've ever seen yeah, in my life. I, it, it, and I super almost bad and am going too. to put out that this movie may be better constructed than the first one. We'll, we'll get into that at the end. Um, but I, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. But yeah, Borat is one of those movies. I saw it in theaters and it is one of the best movie experiences I've ever had. That and uh, and Bruno and J- I actually saw Bruno with my mom. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and I would the, much rather watch Borat with the, my mom than Bruno. There's the scene where his dick spins and then it looks at the camera and his yeah. urethra Bruno! says Bruno. It's Bruno. You go inside <laughs> of the urethra. Yep, I saw that with my mom in theaters. Um, but anyway, uh, so Borat was a great movie going experience. I think the only one that may be better is Jackass Two. Yeah, Jackass Two was one of the the best movie going experiences I ever had. And anyone that has seen a Jackass film in theaters, we you know what we're talking about. Yeah. It's, I literally almost fucking died. It, it, it is. It is so good. Poop. J- just not, not even what the film is. The film is great, but just being in a room full of people and just the roar of laughter and the unexpected. It's yeah. It's no, okay. So good. So that's something I want to touch on is just like, uh, the reason why like movies like this are, are so like engaging is because like you 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 just watch almost like in like half like in horror like like with one eye open almost like because you have no you you have no idea what's about to happen and like you know the lengths that it, Sasha Baron Cohen will go for for laughs and like it's it's just so exciting like watching the Borat movies for the first time you know I I don't know yeah it's uh. It's it's definitely an experience that like that you'll remember because you don't you don't really get that that type of like anticipation from like a normal like scripted um, show. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a whole nother beast. It's I, it. I'm almost hesitant to like rate a movie like this. You know what I mean? Because it's not it's not necessarily. Um, I don't know. I don't think it subscribes to the same rating systems as other movies. It's like its own thing. It's like I would never rate like a like a stand-up special. You know what I mean? No, I'd, I'd rate a stand-up special. I mean, I will say if I like it or not, but... 
I would give the one that we reviewed, Louis C.K., that Louis C.K. special, I'd give that like a six. Maybe. Yeah. I just didn't did think we it was talk that funny. About that? I think we did. Yeah. Did we? I think uh, it was our last episode. I'd give, it, I'd give it a seven. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. Okay, anyway. Uh, so after this, Borat then goes, or Borat in disguise, then goes to a phone store to get an electronic abacus, he says. Um... And he's dressed up and goes into the store and just pretending like he doesn't know this, how like the phone works and it's hooked up to a TV and he's, he says that he's looking up, um, like food that he likes and like food near me, food near me. And then he's like, Oh, how about a dessert? I like, and it was like spit roasted cream pie or something. (laughs) And then then he clicks on a porn, (laughs) porn link. It and it's chromecasted to the screen. Uh, yeah. yeah, to the screen. Yeah, so uh, he's like in a fat suit. Is he at that point? Yeah, he is. Uh, he's in. He a, he's in a different costume. He is in a fat suit, but it's like a. It's like a. He looks like a. Like a nerd. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's in that like sweater vest and like the glasses, and yeah. the beard and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if we have to go beat by beat every joke of the movie. Uh, <laughs> um, this is going to be four hours long, good, isn't it? No, no, no. no. Gag cozy. Our, I think our I think our max is two forty four. Jesus. Which is uh, who in the right mind? If you listen to that, folks. Once again, what are you doing with your Get life? Get a fucking life. Yeah. We appreciate it, but uh, kiss wait, me. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> Do yourself a favor and never do that again. Do yourself a favor and kiss me. Uh, yeah. So that scene was pretty funny. I I will say that I I I don't I don't think the pranks themselves, people's reactions, like matched Borat one. Like the reactions and like yeah. some of this, like some of the I, pranks. They they were. Um, I think he was able to do a lot less this time. Like as far as like. Uh, like intricate, like, like long, like scenes. I, yeah, I, I, I think that the story was more pointed and focused mm-hmm. than the original. The story was good, and yeah. I think that they spent a lot more time with the, um, like the real person prank, like reaction things in the first one. I think they had a lot more time, and it was before Borat was like a famous thing. It, it, it was in the the Ali G show. Um, which we were familiar with when it came out, when Borat 1 came out, but uh, like the average person would not be familiar with Borat. So he was able to do that, and I think they spent a lot more time just doing things like that and then stitched it together from there to make a story. And this one, I think it was just more focused. They had a plan. So the I think they spent less time on those scenes and just used the majority of them is kind of how I did how I thought of it as like in a smaller amount of time. Yeah, and th- then there's also like the added like his Borat's daughter. Um, what? Oh, your eyes are open. Yeah. <laughs> is this, this this is so ASMR? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then there was um the actress that plays his daughter who almost did. Almost did like half of like the acting. Yeah, in, uh, yeah, she, cr- she, she pulled a lot it. of weight. And the and the thing is with um with a with a lot of the scenes like Borat still had or Sasha Baron Cohen still does like the same accent, 
and yeah, I think like I think it was, I think it was hard for him to like do a different accent or even explain away like him doing a different accent. So like a lot of like the heavy lifting and a lot of the jokes needed to be done by. Um, do you what's her? Do you have her name? Maria Bakalova. Maria Bakalova. Yeah. So she had to had to do like a lot of like the heavy lifting. She did a great job. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, he he just couldn't uh, like in in a lot of scenes he would like set up the joke and then she would just take over and like mm-hmm. finish it. Yeah. Um. Don't really know where I was going with that, but no, it was great though because he could like send her on missions, basically, you know. So the camera crew could have her go like infiltrate these conservative events. Apparently, they got her in the same room as Trump at one point, and nobody was wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And this was like a few days before he tested positive. Wow. Yeah. So Dang, I'm it, it very just, excited for the deleted scenes on this movie. There's going to be some crazy shit. It, ju- it just shows how recently this movie was produced. Like it was produced in 2020 for sure. It was in like the spring and summer. And then they, it sounds like they're even doing stuff in the fall because that the thing later, the Mike Pence thing that would have been in like March. Yeah. Like, like I said, when we were, when we were, when we were watching this, like they probably did all that shit at the very, very last, like, uh, the like the very last shit? second, like all like the like oh, the Giuliani yeah, yeah. shit and stuff like that. The very last second, like otherwise that would have been like big news, you know. Yeah. Like so they. Well, I think Giuliani probably would have buried it, but yeah, I agree that that yeah, was probably yeah, yeah. closer. Yeah. How long do you think he was just like waiting on that to drop? Like, I wonder when they're gonna talk about the fact that I just like tried to take my pants off for this <laughs> chick on camera. <laughs> no, he was like, he's, like jerking but... off under. He was warming himself up. It's so weird. Um, so I think (laughs) I'm going to, instead of going beat by beat, I do have each scene beat by beat, but I think I'll probably just say the scene and then maybe we can uh, elaborate on it if if we have something that we liked about it. I mean, I like the whole thing. uh, So we'll probably, we'll probably still discuss it pretty detailed. And then after that, we get the scene where they open up the travel crate, which is supposed to have Johnny the monkey. Um, and we find out that Borat's daughter actually was a stowaway with the yeah. monkey. I, the monkey is no longer, and uh, she claims that he ate himself, but she comes out just with her mouth covered in blood. Yeah, yeah. I, I will survive. say that the first, the cell phone scene, um, I, I didn't think that scene was that funny, and I kind of got like discouraged for like a second. When he but goes then, off to wag off in the bathroom with the yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, because, like, it's been done, like, I've seen that before, and, like, I, 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 it just wasn't up to, like, up, up to par for me, but then the next scene... I just thought when, it was funny that the guy let him do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just, like, not fighting it at all. No, he like, was like, well, I think he figured it out. <laughs> and then the scene ends. Like, I hope he doesn't take too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it uh, with the, the, the next scene when, like, yeah, like, they, like... Um, are opening this crate or whatever and this girl pops out it's his daughter and um he it ends with him like putting the lid back on and like shoving it down on her when she's trying to like push it back up and escape she's like no 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 dad dad please no and he's like shoving shoving the lid down and he just tells the guys like grab the hammer nail it nail it and and the guy fucking (laughs) just nails her shut back in the box and then he gives her he gives him like 40 (laughs) dollars something like that 
<laughs> he's like, like send her back. He's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loads her back that in the truck. Was, that that, that scene was fucking hilarious. That's the that was that was the first scene that had me like rolling. That scene was funny as so. hell. Grab the hammer. Grab the hammer. <laughs> Uh, so after that, we get the scene at the like fax store where he kind of gives us some exposition of his communication back with Kazakhstan, and he sends fax uh, in like a tech a text style way where he starts <laughs> with sup, and then yeah. they, they get a fax back sup, <laughs> <laughs> just making this this man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, then, then the next one, he's this like, man, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "This Can you man say? is the go between between him and Nursultan Nazarbayev, the premier." Yeah. Who actually, I think, was already dead by the time they started making this movie. So I'm not really sure why they decided to go with that, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, like after they they go back and forth with the subs, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And Bart's like, "Chilling." Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, C H I L L I N." So. In the movie, this is when Borat decides that he's going to give his daughter as a gift. He sees Mike Pence on the TV, and he goes, oh, I can give my daughter as a gift since this monkey is dead. Um, The next scene, uh, he goes to a hardware store to buy a cage. The scene was pretty ridiculous. This was one of the better ones, yeah. 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 As far as, like, reactions go. Yeah, and he's, like, asking this man about, like, how many women can be in this cage and just like super uncomfortable questions. And the girl is really excited to be in the cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and to, to the guy's credit, I'm sure he was just trying to make commission cause it's his store. So he's saying whatever to, you know, sell stuff, but well, yeah. And he's also never been asked these questions before. So he's like, yeah. he's, just gonna like he's like, uh, how many women can I fit in this cage? He's like, he's like uh, no, 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 no. The question was, uh, how many women do you usually fit in this cage? He's like, one <laughs> yeah no idea yeah what to say. and he, like, he uh, kind of he kind of pressures him into the high five about trump putting like mexican children in cage he's like oh like president yeah, like, yeah makes him yeah. high five him yeah this guy this guy didn't he uh, of the people who say like wild shit in this movie this guy um I think he just was uncomfortable in going along with it. He, he also was, he was a uh, non-combatant. He, he's also going to buy like propane, and he's like, "If I, uh, if, oh yeah, if, actually, if, yeah, 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 yeah." I'm about to say this right after you just said that. Oops. <laughs> he's like, "If I, if if I release uh, propane in a van of gypsies, how many uh, gypsies uh, you think it to kill?" He's like, "However many you got in the van." <laughs> you think this will finish gypsies? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that that'll do it." <laughs> Oh, it's like it's like parallels to the first one with the gun store where he's like talking about it's like talking about killing people. He's like, oh, you actually want the nine millimeter. Oh, yeah, (laughs) dude. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. As far as at the car shop and he's asking how many gypsies he can run down. Which is also the scene where he asks about the vagine hanging like sleeve of wizard. Oh, really? I man, I need to watch the first one again. Yeah, first one's good. Um Next scene, we get the daughter um, with, uh, like, an Instagram influencer uh, lesson to become a sugar baby. Yep, another prank scene. Yeah, these are, they're all prank scenes going forward. Um, and this this Instagram influencer was pretty fucking 
awful. Yeah. <laughs> she's like teaching her. She's like, oh, honey, no, women need to be sort of weak. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. just like, you, oh. honestly, you need to be kind of weak. Yeah. Oh, God. This this woman was. Her name is uh, Chanel something. Uh, look her up on uh, Twitter and uh, give her a follow. Shout out Chanel. <laughs> Shout out Chanel. We will, you know, if you want to call into the podcast, we'll we'll have you come and uh, defend yourself in the gauntlet. Uh, all right. So the next scene, we get a makeover montage with the daughter trying to pretty her up because at this point she's still, she's still. I mean, they they made her up to like have a unibrow and she's got dirt all over her face, which. If you have a unibrow, it's nothing to be ashamed but of, But the dirt guys. on your face, fucking take a <laughs> bath, you dirty hippie. Yeah, if you have dirt on your Gross. face, that's something you can do about it. But if you have a unibrow, it's whatever, guys. You don't... Whatever. Yeah, you know. ugly I'm, Frida I'm, I'm Kahlo not, uh, bitch. Speak for yourself. Well, look, look at look at the NBA Finals and the brow. They just won. He won his first NBA Finals. Lakers? I don't know. That could be true. It is. Uh... So we get a makeover montage where she's trying on clothes. Uh, she eats some lipstick in front of this guy. So after this, uh, we get a scene in uh, a bakery where he has this woman write on a cake. Um, a lovely phrase. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're... We're going beat by beat here. Yeah, we're stomping on these jokes and making them not funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, just, uh, okay, uh, I'm just going to say the names of what I have written for each scene. So, bakery, Jew cake, baby eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, thoughts on... Was that a question mark at the end there? It does happen. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, the question mark was me to you guys. I was phrasing it as a question like, do you have anything to <laughs> talk about? about that the baby about did, bakery was, was, juke was baby a, eaten? Was a baby eaten? No, I don't have anything to say. But I, I think this one was uh, okay scene. Yeah, I thought I it, think was it was okay. good. I mean, it, it was a very nice setup for the next scene, which was the yeah. abortion crisis Yes, center. yes. And this is definitely one of the premier, uh, as Borat would say, premier... Uh, scenes for sure, definitely one of the most uh, 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 touchy. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the guy thinks that they're talking about an abortion, but they're really talking about this plastic baby that she has eaten. He's like, "Oh no, I'm her dad. I put it in her. Yeah, she's like, only 15." And he slaps himself on the wrist. <laughs> like, yep. yeah. uh, they, I missed the self wrist slap. That's really funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> naughty, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did like. I loved the. Um, I, I, I loved this joke because it put uh, the guy, the guy in such like a. In, in such a position that like at, on the spot he had to say like oh it doesn't matter that your yeah. dad put a baby inside of you yeah god did that yeah, he, like, what he, does matter is that we need to work this out like yeah yeah he's like god makes life um it doesn't matter what happened before you're here in this moment and like it was just such a well-constructed joke yeah to, they, like, they put, really put they, that guy into a fucking corner they backed and him be into like it. hey like th- th- if this is what you believe in 
Yep. Just yep. say it, and the guy did say it. He was yeah. like, "It doesn't matter." It, it, it's truly probably one of the most well constructed scenes in the movie. Yeah, for sure. it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It, it, that that scene definitely shows um, a level of uh, I don't know. It's not just a uh, level it's, of it's, unawareness of who Borat is that I've never seen before. Well, he's dressed up as someone else. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's disguised this whole entire time from here on out. Actually. Yeah. But yeah, it's not just a. It, it, that, that's one of those pranks. That's not just a prank. It's, yeah, um, it had planning ahead of it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, lots of. It was well-written planning to put this guy in a situation because his belief is kind of shit, and yeah. they're just kind of holding the mirror to his face. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So after this, uh, we get the scene with the debutante ball, which I thought. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I was this excited was, to talk about this. This one. one was probably one of my favorite. It's probably the most. <laughs> Just oh, like yeah, the the the, is... the largest most like I don't know just the scale of it with all the people in attendance it was so good like this one had me screaming yeah um so I I I was I was actually just excited to talk about this scene mainly because um I have I have no idea like what debutante yeah I don't is, have much. like what that is and I was hoping Tim you you know you know because you know everything. Well, I don't know everything, but I what I what I do know about debutante culture is that like so I'm pretty sure that like rich like southern white people like in high society do this thing where when their daughters basically become of like marriageable age so at like sometime in their like late teens they are debuted into society and they are a debutante and so they're like they get a little ball where you know they come down a staircase and some guy like reads off their name and like introduces them and like you know all this nonsense like and is this when she be- it's it's to help introduce them to like marriageable young rich men so that you can keep like or money. old rich men no, no, young, yeah, 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 like those, like those, those young guys that oh, were there. Okay. They were like, you know, basically, they were like the it's a ming- it's be. a mingling event. It's a fancy mingling event to try to set your kid up with other rich kids. So at okay. its core, it's not that weird, but like you know, it's just you know that's rich people have been doing that since time immemorial so like you know but like i feel like what's weird is the whole like having them come down a staircase and like you know you're debuting them it's it's a very sexist outdated kind of thing yeah it it seems uh kind of icky it seemed like uh but they had a lot of fun with it (laughs) it was almost like uh the old guys were like (laughs) <laughs> yeah they were the fathers of the of the, the yeah yeah the, 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 potential yeah, the fathers were but, like he, he asked that one father like this yeah. is one of the be- the better scenes and yeah. uh reactions in the movie <laughs> was like he's like how much do you think um my daughter worth and he's like 500 and, and well his, no but and, he said it he said it like a dirty old man too yeah. like he was like excited that somebody asked like he leaned in he's like I don't know maybe like 500 like, yeah, yeah. he was like excited and, no, like, and, then, and then his daughter was like like yelled at him she's like that is fucking disgusting yeah <laughs> pro- <laughs> fucking gross pro- pro- props to that daughter that I, yeah. I i'm sure there's plenty of scenes with people um you know having you know being morally correct in situations but that don't make it that are on the cutting room floor just scenes they can't use because they find the wrong person who won't agree to say some of the things they want yeah, them it's to not say. funny enough <laughs> uh but props to that girl for she just like she i don't know she just spoke her mind and just yeah. was like that's fucking disgusting yeah 
And the guy was like, dude, he was just such like a sleazeball. Like like you were saying, Tim, he was like just gritting like yeah. uh, like 500. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he's like so stoked. He was like, oh my God, I never thought about the fact that I could pay to fuck him. Oh, this opens up a whole new... <laughs> I, I I just find it so weird that like so what w- is it when she becomes a woman that they do that like I don't think I don't think or I don't think it's she... like I don't think it's like directly connected to like the moon cycle or like a specific age I think it's like in your late teens yeah they they do this and it could be nowadays that even if they do it they're not actually expecting you to get married because you know maybe you're gonna go off to college and gonna join some sorority and you know meet some guy who's in a lovely matching fraternity and you know do all that thing but it seems like it's maybe just like a tradition it's like rich people prom i don't know and rich people prom with your parent (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and you're worth five hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, so moving from this one, we have uh the other probably largest scale, uh kind of prank scenes in the movie, uh, uh, uh the event with Mike Pence, um, where uh political call where Borat uh Mike Pence. Where Borat dresses as Trump and uh, attempts to give his daughter to Mike Pence um, as the bribe of the plot of the movie. Yeah, this one um, we were we were talking about this a little bit before the episode. And we couldn't. What was the event if... again? CPAC. Yeah, he was at CPAC, mm. and it, it's also a very. Uh, it plays as comedy, but it's the world we're living in. But it's very early in the coronavirus pandemic. Before it was a pandemic. There were 15 confirmed cases yeah. in the United States at the time. Yep, and Mike Pence was confirming that there was only 15 cases, and we have it under control. He's and, like, they, and they make a point to like give him the screen the whole time. There's no jokes. It's just him talking. No cuts. Yeah, yeah we it's have just, a plan. It's just him talking about how everything is under control. No, no, and it ends with him saying, he's like, and we're ready. Yeah. We're ready Jesus for Christ. anything. And then... That was like just like this like ten second like clip of like him just oh god just <laughs> knowing what comes next yeah, obviously about, you, know, you know it's just so cringe. At least like two hundred twenty five thousand Americans are dead. Yeah, I mean, as of the record, it could plus be, the it could excess. Be more. Yeah, plus well, yeah, plus the excess deaths of uh, you know just people in despair, people not seeking their medical care, people overdosing, people. Uh, getting in arguments with their wife and then being like, I can't take it anymore. This bitch really is weak. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Guys. Us guys get it. Us married guys. (laughs) Can you fucking say something? I I, I mean, I'm... (laughs) Trying to convey an uncomfortable silence, so I don't agree what you're saying <laughs> because I don't. Uh, but anyway, so the Mike Pence event, we were talking a little bit before the record about how we were surprised that this wasn't like a huge headline because I think this was in late February, early March when this event took place. And then we thought about it, and there was, I think there was actually news of someone dressed as Donald Trump like a protester being removed from this event, but it was never confirmed that it was uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. 
Yeah. So it so it worked really well. But I think Using this a total Trump disguise. Yeah. He so even I, had the, the titties flapping and. Yeah. So I think that on. I think I assume yeah, this is probably. I think this. Get Trump milk from them. I think this was probably one of the first scenes that they filmed. You know, like one of the first big ones. Because it was so early, and how um, later that country song one came out after it happened, which was like a month ago. Yeah. So I think this was one of the first big scenes that they filmed. Um, so after this, we get uh, they decide that they want to give the daughter plastic surgery. So they go to a plastic surgery clinic uh, to discuss what they should give her. This is another really good scene. Yeah, I like this one a lot. the the doctor <laughs> The doctor is extremely creepy. Yeah. <laughs> first, first they get him to like. It's like in this dark kind of fucking like, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, like the lighting in that room is like super like yellow and just like. Yeah. Uh, it was a do- like a doctor's office, but yeah, yeah, with a little bit weirder lighting. Yeah, and um, what what am I? Uh, so she's trying to get uh, breast enhancement, and one of my favorite parts about the scene. There's multiple good parts, but At her um, father's when, he, when he was like, when they were like, uh, he's like, yeah, and her dad's there too, Bor- or Borat's there too, and um, they're like, yeah, uh, breast enhancement. And he's like, what is breast? Breast? What? What is? And he's like, titties. <laughs> and, and then, titty. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the titty. Then, yeah, titty. Yeah, titty. Titty. It's like titty. He's like, titty, 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 titty. <laughs> <laughs> they just go back and forth like, like four times. It's just great. Yeah, and there's a, there's a moment in this scene where he um, he's saying that his daughter is beautiful and that he wants people to make sexy time with her. Oh, sex attack. Yeah. Oh, sex attack. Yeah, yep. sex attack. <laughs> yes. He, he wants men to make sex attack on her. And he goes, would you like to make sex attack on my daughter? And his response was, I mean, if your dad wasn't in the room. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> says that. Yeah, fuck? she's like, would you make sex attack with me? He's like, well. And he like leans in and gets closer. He's like, if your dad wasn't here. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh, God, you're going to cut her up Christ, into pieces. Dude. Yeah. So gross. And then, and then uh, so they go and try to pay for the, uh, the, the, the titties. And... She's like, it'll be twenty one thousand seven hundred and fifty six dollars, and is that really the number? It might be twenty one thousand something. Um, yeah, but uh, right. they're like, how much? And they're like, and he was like, well, uh, can we maybe cut off uh, some uh, price if we uh, just use a potato? <laughs> and she's like, no, we can't use potatoes. Anyways, he ends up just like putting like a fat fucking duffel bag of cash onto the onto the counter. And makes her count all of this cash. It later like pans out. Like you see the stacks stuff. of cash. Yeah, she's like counting bunch of ones. It like pans to the right, and there's just like stacks of fucking <laughs> ones and fives. And then she's like, she's like, "You're seventy two dollars short." <laughs> and then and he's like, "Oh shit, have I have a to money go. counter." Yeah, yeah. And then the story, the storyline is, "Oh shit, I have to go get a job to make seventy two dollars." <laughs> And they just never revisited. Yeah, <laughs> Can yeah, you imagine yeah. that? Yeah, they never that clinic. They they're, yeah, they're they ready make, to do they it. make the money, but they never go back because. Well, they just they just I mean, 
they are like, oh, we're going to get this surgery. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're 70 short. We'll be back. And then just never follow well, up. Well, no, no. He, he, yeah, he makes the money. And then, but then, yeah, by he that makes point, money at the barber. He, yeah, but by that yeah. point, he can, she convinces him that she doesn't want to no, do I'm it. No, I'm not saying the parameters of the movie. I'm yeah. saying the parameters of the viewpoint of yeah. those people who are like, oh, yeah. they're 70 short. And then never they just never back. came back to do the surgery. Watching uh, the barber, so he, he goes out and uh, gets a job to make the $72, and apparently he gets hired as a barber, and so it's uh, Borat um, clipping this guy's hair, and we're re-watching it the second time, he actually has, like, uh, like, he, like uh, uh, what, what is it called, like, a plastic, like, it looks like he fucked up on his shaving, and he has, like, a cut on his face. Oh, like, toilet paper little square? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like that. But like, like he like fucked up on shaving, and the guy's like, "You've done this before, right?" So it's just like it ties into yeah. that. Like he's like really bad at like cutting hair. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And the the haircut scene is probably one of like the weaker ones, but I think it's just there for the exposition. I like of him that getting scene. A, yeah, it's just kind of silly. Is like, like is this okay? I mean, I mean, yeah, it's silly, but it, it, with with how the rest of the comparison in comparison to the rest of the scenes. Uh, it's not as, I don't know. But anyway, uh, around the time when he gets the haircut, he also drops his daughter off at this woman's house who's going to be a babysitter for her. And this lady, she's great. Such a sweetheart. She's fucking awesome. And I don't think she knew like what was going on, but she, she's just, she's just got like a strong moral compass and is trying to teach this girl, like trying to be like a mother figure to this, to this person this poor girl who she thinks like her dad is just like, I don't know, some <laughs> sexist idiot. Yeah, Wait, monster. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so when he goes to drop her off for babysitting, quote unquote, well, he goes to his, his job, which is where the hair the haircutting uh, scene comes in. When he goes to drop her off at this babysitter, she's expecting like a child. Yeah. You know? And in comes uh, Borat, um, walks in, clicks a little clicker like how do you like train yeah, like dog train, and shit like a clicks cat. a clicker and then his, his like full grown daughter <laughs> she's supposed to be 15 but she's 24 in real life so like this full grown like woman walks in and uh he clicks the clit clicker and she sits and then he gives her a treat and uh <laughs> i don't know i just re-watching that the second time it's so funny <laughs> so fucking funny because, oh my god, that'd be the most shocking thing ever for somebody <laughs> to be like, oh yeah, like I'm babysitting this guy's daughter. And then <laughs> well, she had a ball and chain. Yep. It was like a kettlebell like, with a gives chain. Her, it gives her comfort. <laughs> uh, so after this, um, uh, the daughter goes to a Republicans women's meeting. Um, and there was kind of a conversation with this babysitter where she showed her a book. That kind of taught her that uh, if she tried to masturbate or touch her vagina, it would like eat her and suck her in. So they kind of set the stage for this. But at the Republican women's meeting, um, she like goes in and then decides to go against this book because the babysitter told her like, that's not real. And uh, so she goes in the bathroom to like pleasure herself. And there's the, the only reason I bring this up is because <laughs> there's, there's a scene when she like does like it's i mean it's it's a this is like a fake 
stage she scene, but she <laughs> the it. acting is so funny. She like touches herself, and then there's this quick cut to her face, and she just looks <laughs> so happy, and it's yeah. like the craziest looking face. It like really is. It's, it's like, it is actually, so funny. I recorded that on on. Uh, I was gonna Snapchat that to you guys today when I was rewatching it. I was like, I've already sent two Borat Snapchats. Like, I don't need to send this third one. But it was just her being like, like with this crazy face. Well, she discovers that her vagine won't suck her in if she touches it. Yeah, I actually thought that was a. Besides that scene, that was I thought that was one of like the weaker ones. I, I didn't laugh yeah. too hard at it. Yeah. yeah, and it it's just to get. And then she like goes on stage to get the rea- and says what she did in the bathroom and is very crude about it and gets the reaction of these Republican women. Yeah. Um, it was interesting how they used that prank as a plot point seg like it was to establish that she was like gonna stop listening to her dad but like they did it live with these women (laughs) like well yeah no and then there was the one lady who was smiling and she was like yeah i've been touching myself too like (laughs) i don't remember seeing that there was one uh, who was like totally (laughs) into it she was like oh my god i'm not the only one who's been doing this like (laughs) yeah did you did you uh did you light a couple candles while you watch this movie Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what Smoke I did was I got my I got my lavender bubbles going, and then I dumped them all over your living room floor because I was watching it in your house. <laughs> and then um, I rolled around in it a lot, got nice and slicked up, got a lot of soap in my urethra, I burned like hell. Um, and then you forced me to clean it all up, and then people came over and we watched the movie. Oh. You don't remember any of that. No. Oh, my ureter still burns. Is that what you're touching it right now? Yeah. My ureter? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, my ureter still burns. The ureter is actually the tube that leads to the urethra, but it is kind of funny to call it the ureter. That was a big build up there. My urethra. Um, so after this, um, Borat goes off on his own and he decides that he wants to die. So he goes to a synagogue to sit, (laughs) to sit until the next synagogue shooting, the mass shooting at a synagogue. Yeah. And he comes in dressed as a quote, typical Jew. Oh God. Um, This, this shit, this, this was, this was was a pretty wild scene. Okay. Okay. So he's like, I go, (laughs) yeah, yeah exactly how you built that up and then he's like so i went to the nearest synagogue to wait for the next shooting and then boom it cuts to him walking in a, into a synagogue <laughs> dressed in the most ridiculous i can only describe it as like a a lanky like devilish fucking i don't even know yeah i've never seen i've never i don't know i've never okay so it just has like this 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 massive nose. <laughs> he has like bat <laughs> like wings. He's wearing like full black spandex with like uh, I don't a, even know. He had what a marionette doll with, yeah, with that said, said media on it. it. Yeah, he has yeah, like a bag like a of puppet. money, yeah. a, a puppet with uh, the a media puppet, and a gigantic Pinocchio nose, a hat, and bat wings. And he's wearing like all black spandex with like a red robe, and he looks. Fucking insane. He looks crazy. He looked, like, yeah, he he looked, looked like fucking Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, dude, he did look like Rumpelstiltskin. And he looked like he was fucking eight feet tall in this scene. Yeah. I don't know if he... <laughs> he really did. He looked... He looked... 
crazy. <laughs> he looks, and he walks into this fucking synagogue, and there's two fucking su- sweet old ladies sitting there on, uh, on on different benches. It looked like they were kind of socially distanced. Um, and uh, they both turned to him, and they were the only ones in the in the building. And um, I just, I God, I, I couldn't even imagine like to be like talking to my my friend, and then to turn around and to see this <laughs> monster coming through the doors <laughs> and, and he, in your place of worship. <laughs> yeah. And he he says one of the one of my favorite lines in the movie when he's like trying to warm up to them and like be the typical Jew. He's like, oh yeah, nice weather we have been controlling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's what we've been controlling, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so good. Oh god, yeah. Oops. But oh my god, is this this lady is this the sweetest fucking person? She her reaction is not to run as far away as possible, which would have been my reaction. It's not even to chastise him. No. Like, he's clearly, like... He's like, basically clearly committing a hate crime. Like Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but her reaction is to, uh, like, be like, look, I'm, 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 I'm just like you... <laughs> Look like uh like like look at my nose is big. He's like, oh no, it's actually uh, uh do you have a small one? And uh, and, uh <laughs> and then he's like, but hers is bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like, so the other woman who does have a bigger nose. <laughs> she was ridiculous. <laughs> but she like uh oh gosh, I don't even know how to like describe it. I don't know if he, if you guys want to like join yeah. in here. What does she do? She, she she like she gives him a hug yeah, and yeah, yeah. says she's like, like, see, she's like I didn't steal like, your soul like yeah yeah she's like so loving and like just tries to like change him and uh, I guess actually uh, that's the only person that <laughs> he's he... sitting in the pew with her still wearing his outfit <laughs> yeah that's the only person that he broke character to the whole time I guess during the whole yeah movie. I believe I mean he would have to after because because if you don't know Sacha Baron Cohen oh, he, is so a he, Jewish man so he yeah. did afterward yeah he, yeah I'm sure be I yeah. mean I would hope he would yeah because but yeah because she was a Holocaust survivor yeah yeah mm-hmm. and there were great sports about it before they knew and um, i'm sure him morally was like i have to say something and like i'm sure maybe they even thought it was kind of funny too you know yeah yeah <laughs> wow yeah. and they ended up dedicating the movie to her yeah she passed oh, really? away yeah. yeah she died earlier this year and oh that's awful i didn't know that yeah this this episode of dry run is dedicated to that woman as well yeah Sweetest lady in the world. Um, so after that, uh, lockdown is starting, and he goes to a store, which is locking down, and he runs into this man in the parking lot and uh, asks him if he can do the, the quarantine with him and lock down with him. And he goes back to the house of this man with another guy. Uh, and these are like some two... I don't know. Hillbillies. Yeah, kind of Repu- yeah. Republican-leaning guys. And in the first uh, moment we see them, they're like explaining Pizzagate to him and that Hillary Clinton eats the adrenaline gland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, gland she tortures of- children so they sweat out adrenaline and then he sucks it up into a syringe and injects herself with it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> she stays forever. So she stays younger. It's like a fountain of youth It's cute QAnon shit, yeah. Yeah, so he's saying that. And then I think the biggest laugh for me in this movie 
on the first viewing was and then later he like shows him the the manual of like his daughter and the practices of like women in Kazakhstan and he's like oh this isn't true this isn't true that's a conspiracy theory yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like oh well, apparently he what? actually stayed with those guys for two weeks in character yeah as um because they were one of, oh i i lied before when i said he, he he's never in character as borat quote-unquote again but he is he is actually yeah he was guys. borat, he, he was borat that whole yeah, time yeah those guys didn't know guy. who borat was for two fucking weeks that's outrageous they weren't like hey we've got this weird guy from kazakhstan living with us and nobody was like hey could that it be borat huh that, right? like yeah that that is weird. He must have obviously not I mean, said I, Kazakhstan. He, I mean, he probably I told him it was like kept the information minimal, Romania yeah. or something. Yeah. Um. I mean, those guys seemed like they were each other's best friend, and I don't know if they really have too many other uh, people that would know who Borat is that they would be communicating with. You know. Yeah, and it's. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's crazy because like they see they actually did see I mean like they're obviously nice enough guys that they like let yeah. this random guy stay in their house for two weeks. I I, I think they're just misinformed. and they seem nice, they but seem they like seem they, yeah. yeah they they're like guys whose heart would be in the right place had somebody else not got to them first. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and this uh, leads into the uh, country Steve performance. How did how did he explain that he became country Steve? from Borat. Um they're like they they were so so they find uh, um Borat's oh, daughter the, yeah, online. Yeah. He needs to be in disguise so his daughter doesn't run from him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got it. And so, that's how he can be on stage as not Borat and not confuse his hosts. Yep. They're yeah. they're like uh they're like um what is wait, what did they say? There's like an onion joke in there. That was pretty funny, and I'm just trying to remember now. Maybe it's like, what does every what does every woman uh, want or like oh, whatever? Yeah. And he's like, onions. He's like, we we have onions. He's like, you have onions. You've had onions this whole time. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And then it just cuts to him like at the. Uh, he's like got onions draped all over him. Yeah, he's got a yeah. Looks like he's like uh, running from vampires or something. And uh, this is where we get that song that Nathaniel talked about earlier, talking about injecting Obama with the Wuhan flu. And he gets on stage at this like conservative rally as like a musical act called Country Steve and sings this song and gets the people in the crowd to sing along to it. And I think the worst line that they repeat is uh, like chop up the media like the Saudis do. Yeah. <laughs> Journalists, what we gonna do? Chop, chop them up, up like the Saudis do. Chop no, them he, up he, like he, the he Saudis do. He gives the crowd an, an option. He's like, he's like, what do you want to do? You want to chop them up like the Saudis do? Or do you want to <laughs> inject them with the Wuhan flu? Like, chop them up Saudis! like the Saudis do. They're like, yeah. They're like, inject them with the Wuhan flu. They're like, yeah. And then the next verse is him saying, yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, so crazy. And I don't know if you noticed, but uh, he, he didn't tell uh, the two guys that he was doing that, that he was with, that he was doing yeah, that. Yeah, they had no idea. Yeah, because he was like, oh, I'm going to go up to the stage to get a better view. And then when he goes up to the stage, um, it turns out that like he had a set that they didn't know about because it, it cuts to their reaction of, of them seeing him on stage. They're like, like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> it's him. 
Yeah, and then he just sings this like terribly fucking racist uh, song, and apparently, um, it, it I, I'm surprised it didn't make the movie. I mean, I guess I'm not at the same time, but apparently they figured out that it was a joke, um, and uh, it ended with them like mobbing his car and trying to rip him out of the car. They actually like opened the door. Did that include his two hosts? What do you mean? Like oh, the, yeah, the two guys the who car. No, they were probably. Oh no, I, I have no idea. They're like, no, no, it's Country Steve is a good guy. He's our no, friend. Dude, I know him. He's Country Steve. I've yeah. known him for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that's got to be surreal no, as fuck. So, uh, another thing I wanted to mention um, was when he walked up on stage, he literally said "Vernas," and <laughs> literally that, that was the first thing that he said when he got the mic. And uh, I was like, "Wow, there's not a single fucking person yeah. in this stage that has that hasn't or like in the crowd this, that this hasn't heard question this." Nice. Yeah, yeah. And then he still had like the accent, you know. So I'm not surprised that they found out who he was. Because if I heard anyone saying "very nice," I'd be like, "That's Borat." Yeah, <laughs> that's a you know. I've never heard anyone else say that. Yeah, for sure. That I, this is another uh, super super big crazy fucking scene in the movie. Yeah, one larger of the scale ones. For sure, ones. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a brief thing when he goes back to the babysitter. She is you know on the right side of history more and is telling him that he shouldn't give his daughter away. Um, shouldn't give his daughter away, and he has a change of heart. And then we get the big finisher. The Rudy Giuliani interview that has made news. If you haven't seen the film, I'm sure you have heard about this Rudy Giuliani thing. So we get to the Rudy Giuliani interview, and it's with his daughter and Rudy Giuliani. um, And she is just kind of flirty to him, uh, touching his leg and stuff, which does not dismiss him of any of this, but she definitely was kind of playing into it oh, a little she bit. She was asking for it. No, no, no. She no, was no. giving that, him the stereotypical physical signal. Yeah, like it comically leaning over and like touching his uh Yeah, like his touching knee his knee when like, she did not it was it weird for her to even do that. Yeah, as yeah, a, was, as a journalist, that would be yeah. that would yeah. not be okay. Um so then uh the room, they're doing a interview in a hotel room. The room is rigged up with secret cameras in the other room as well where there's a bed and she kind of gets him into the bedroom, and then he gets on the bed and leans back and undoes his pants, and then jams his hand down his pants and is moving it around before Borat runs into the room, shouting, "She's only fifteen! She's only fifteen! Take uh, me instead! <laughs> Take my endless instead!" But yeah, it really, uh, really shows that Rudy Giuliani is truly a creep. Well, and then he further incriminates himself by saying, I don't want you, <laughs> like, to Borat. Like, so, like, so, so you he did like, want her. Yeah, like, well, yeah, he's trying to get her, get him out of there to, like, continue with the, you know, the way that it was going is kind of If what you rewatch that he's scene, trying to salvage the situation. when she's interviewing him, he has, like, this disgusting... Uh, so I just got a new 4K TV, and maybe this is one of the 4K, like, um, advantages but I saw this disgusting, um, like, spittle, like, <laughs> on <Ugh>. his mouth. <laughs> that, uh, we, we, we were talking about how Rudy Giuliani is very uh, Danny DeVito penguin-esque yeah, with yeah. the black bile. <laughs> no, no. He either had, like, recently drank, like, a bit of water and it, like, dripped down his mouth or he was physically drooling. But, like, right in the middle of his... Ugh. When I was rewatching it today, I was like, 
oh what the fuck like the light is like reflecting this like spit like coming down like the right in the middle of his mouth not the corners or anything like see the camera in it (laughs) yeah yeah but um when borat actually comes in um and tries to break up that scene uh beforehand because he has a change of heart he doesn't want to sell his daughter anymore um comes in in the middle of the scene i don't know if you guys noticed but he actually changed his accent um oh yeah 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 because cause he's had run-ins with yeah with the Republican Giuliani Party before. yeah, and uh, he like changed his accent so it wasn't like it wasn't as uh, Boratti anymore. He like changed it so it was more like a, a different accent and like <laughs> like just so he wouldn't recognize because <laughs> yeah. he would totally recognize that accent. I feel like and uh, this is kind of a good lead-in to this is the end of the movie. There's an epilogue we can get to in a second, but. Uh, uh, since this movie has been released, Rudy Giuliani has been on blast for this, and uh, Trump has actually spoken out about it, uh, claiming, like, talking about Sasha Baron Cohen and that, like, he's dealt with him before, and I have his quote of what he just recently said about it in the release of the movie. And this is, this is Trump's quote. Years ago, you know, he tried to scam me. Uh, noting Sasha Baron Cohen had disguised himself as a BBC anchor, according to a copy of the pool report obtained by USA Today. That's a phony guy, and I don't find him funny. Uh, the <laughs> scam happened 15 years ago, and the president added that he didn't elaborate. To me, he was a creep, Trump said. <laughs> and uh, it, 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 it's a it's a clip from the Ali G show where he's like trying to get Trump to agree to like this ridiculous like ice cream glove business <laughs> that he wants so when ice cream melts <laughs> it doesn't get on your hand <laughs> and trump's just not not about it um <laughs> yeah, and, i and remember that episode. i i think it's partially because he's disguised as ali g and ali g's got kind of an urban like, yeah he yeah. looks ridiculous he, like you know an english guy that talks a certain way that i don't think trump likes mm-hmm. uh so he's, he's not a chav and uh so <laughs> sasha baron cohen responded Donald, I appreciate the free f- publicity for Borat. I admit I don't find you funny either, but yet the whole world laughs at you. I'm always <laughs> <laughs> I'm always looking for people to play racist buffoons, and you'll need a job after January 20th. Oh Let's talk. My, oh, my God. <laughs> yes, dude. That's amazing. That Dude, that's so good. Did you, did you see his response to uh, Rudy Giuliani saying that he's uh, he, he, he was just tucking yeah, in his shirt and he's a liar? That video was hilarious. He, the, the best part about it, um, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he opened, I'm pretty sure he opens that with Shang Kui. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he was like, um, he pretty much, <laughs> gosh, this is going to be hard to, uh, to land this, but cause I don't know what he's fucking said, but, uh, he's, he's like, uh, He's like, I'm sure, like he's a, you know, he he's a lawyer, like you don't want to mess with him, he'll, he'll, otherwise he'll whip out his subpoenas, <laughs> and he's like Shenkui, and then it, it was just like this little like Twitter like 15 second uh, thing, and it was just so fucking funny because uh, it looked like he was gonna whip out his subpoenas. No, he wasn't just gonna whip it out. He was jerking himself off to get hard. Is what it looks like. That's what it looks like. I mean, honestly, I have I have watched it probably like fifteen times, and it also does look like he's just tucking in a shirt. But um, I think it was Stephen Colbert um, said he's like, I take my mic off on and off every 
every you know night and never once have i had to lay down on my back <laughs> and, 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 and like uh like touch, my, my genitals like well i'm yeah, yeah so. oh there there's a, mo- a m- <laughs> i think it's convenient that he can say that and i wish oh, i almost wish well i don't know like i almost wish sasha baron cohen let it go like a second longer so like you could yes. yeah. see what he was really doing <laughs> yeah, but yeah. You, you can't put her in that situation. exactly yeah you have to be yeah. you have to err on the he, side of caution she was safe for like five more seconds um what one thing <laughs> yeah it was just also like her like own like mental like you, you can't like put her in like a traumatizing situation so i think he was trying to cut it off right there yeah before it started he definitely to get was traumatizing. in the other room looking at the oh yeah they, as yeah, it they happened were watching, 100%. and ran in because he didn't want it to get uncomfortable yep. for her but um um one thing about one thing that we did we glossed over earlier that i really a joke i really liked about the movie when he entered the cpac thing to be disguised before he dressed up as trump he came in in full kkk outfit yeah and then and then people were looking at him and he he was like he was like oh i'm steven miller yeah (laughs) dude i i I actually i didn't get that until the second time that's another like there's a lot of things that happen really quick, like right when the scene begins, oh, and like right so and like ap- like right when the scene is about to be done, like in the first like literal five seconds of a scene and the last five seconds of a scene. That's why you need to watch it a, a second and third and fourth time because you'll notice like little fucking quips that are like super funny that you didn't notice before because you were laughing too hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know that that's how you know it's a funny movie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it's just it just truly is just packed in jokes packed in that you can miss them because they're, they're just back to back to back yeah and i dug the story too like i it, it was it was it was I, far better of a story than the you know the pamela anderson oh i saw her on tv and now i want to marry her like this was like yeah concrete. and not not to say that and I it was didn't like current. that story it was either super I mean, that, timely. That was just, it was just less it was just I, less of a story the I, first time the second time it more of a story and it would it, it it worked. It was put together in a way that, like, it was, like, passably emotional, you know? Like, they had, like, a falling out, you know, the classic the classic tropes, you know? Um, yeah. And going back on what I said earlier a little bit, I, I, I think that the reason that is is because I think they were more story-focused in this one, and it was made in a smaller time. And I think with the first one, they just filmed all those scenes first and then used that to stitch together a story. So the story didn't seem as prominent. Um, mm-hmm. And it was more based on people saying crazy shit. Because he's traveling across America. But with this one, it definitely seemed like they had the story down. Like the the whole, which the epilogue we'll get into, uh, he comes back to Kazakhstan and you find out in a usual oh, yeah. suspect. Yeah, even had a fucking amazing twist. Yeah, a usual suspect style thing. He finds out that the whole mission was Borat was injected with coronavirus and he was patient zero to spread it to America. Yes. And there's a usual suspect scene where he's looking at a clipboard and it's all coming back. They show little clips from the movie. All the times where he spread it. Yeah. That that that's super funny. Um that actually brought me into my own flashback of Rudy Giuliani saying um during the interview that China manufactured the virus and purposely spread, and spread it, it across yeah. the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh that's just funny how that flash that that flashback triggered my own flashback into that ridiculous shit, but super well done. Yeah, it's exactly like the usual suspects. They like look at the uh 
the the poster board or whatever. Yep, and he drops the glass. Yep, there's yep. a glass dropping. All and these, even like, even the even the audio sounds so similar. There's like audio cues with like like voices talking, and it just it's edited in the very similar way. Yep, and then uh, what, what's his, what's the boss's name or whatever who sent him on the mission? Oh, that's uh, Nazarbayev. N- yeah. N- Nazarbayev is like even like walking away, kind of yep, like Kaiser yep. Silzak. Yeah, uh, or Silzak. Um, and uh, he turns around and. Uh, then Brian, something with Brian happens, and anyways, anyone ends up living happily ever after. I think, right? Yeah, there, there's one more scene after that. But one, one thing that during that montage, that was a clearly from a scene that they didn't like use, or like they might have just used it for that moment. But there's a scene of him at a market holding like a skinned goose, just coughing all <laughs> yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's just like, uh, 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 just coughing all over this goose at a market, and this woman's just like, uh, uh, it's so good, dude. You you know that was probably in like, uh, just just like some like random layover he had like one time. Yeah, like he's like, all right, yeah, I'll go out. Like I'll just go out to like a a, you know BRB. Yeah, yeah, I'll go out to like a you know get some street food and cough all over it, and then pay for all of it it was like a huge he 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 got that he he was on the forbes list for uh uh, i was gonna look it up but i probably shouldn't um yeah sasha ben cohen is a very very rich very very wealthy man oh i don't doubt it borat was a huge hit bruno was also did well but i mean it's just his next character next big movie I wish. Uh, oh, and then afterwards, um, I didn't catch this the first time. Um, I don't think, but it uh, after it's all done, um, after the epilogue, and it goes to the credits. It says, "Now go vote," and then it yeah. goes to the credits. Yeah, yeah. And there, there is a short little bit in the epilogue where we see the instead of the running of the Jew from the first one, they do the running of the Americans. Yeah, and uh, it's like the running from the Jew. The first one, these big like. Um, kind of mascot-sized heads, but it's like like an American with a "Make America Great Again" hat, and then like a the Karen who looks like that woman who uh, um, stood outside with the with the guns pointed yeah. at the protesters, and then those two American costume things like beat up and kill Doctor Fauci. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like once again, uh, America beats science. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, it's like the stomping Karen stomping out, his, out his, the like, scientists. Vac- yeah, yeah. His vaccine. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah I was also kind of confused about that part, but it's from the perspective of like Borat is like a, a mega guy now, <laughs> like yeah. at the end of the story. So like that's why like he's like cheering on like he's like oh yeah yeah the Karens are coming in point she like, she recently went to Walmart now she's got the AR she's got her AR15 <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny yeah great movie yeah I would give this one a solid 8.5 or 9 um, yeah I like I said I don't think it can be rated but if I were to rate it probably like a nine but yeah, I, 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 I like a nine i, I don't think it, think it should be rated good i i would i would I probably, s- I probably leaned more towards nine than eight point i i th- i think that um i think that this movie is just as good as the first one and i see them on a similar plane but i do think the first one may have a longer shelf life because this one was very timely mm-hmm. and the time that it came out like it's it's if you watch it right now it is like so focused on what we're living in right now but in 10 years 
will it be as funny? I mean, I think it will be to us. But I mean, if you if you went back on it later, like if you were like, I don't know, like if a kid now goes back and watch it when they're older watching it, they might not they might be like, what? That movie's kind of whack. You know, I don't think it would have as much of an impact. But I feel like the first one is more just a mirror up to like racist people in America. And it's more timely. But this one is more focused on current events. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like he said, uh, you know, people don't have to hide their racism anymore. They're just open and proud of it. So we had to do something a little different this time. Yeah. It wasn't enough to just go around and get people to be racist because, well, we know people are racist. Yeah. What what a release time to it. Like, uh, like 10, nine days from the election. Yeah, fucking good for him. Very timely, very good. Yeah. Yeah, and like I like I said the last thing that happens on screen is um cuz you know like the the like all the um not not subtitles but um all like the the title um you know, what what the fuck is that called when uh like it's like Kazakhstan oh, over like over a foreign language like it, it's still a subtitle no well but like but the, like the on screen subtitle yeah like yeah, the, the, the ones the that are built screen. into the movie yeah yeah, like yeah that yeah, was yeah, their yeah. intention it's an English movie but it's to yeah, look like it's in, in a different language yeah, the, art, and then, the, the art yeah, yeah. the art yeah so, so so the last thing that happens is that happens and then um it just says uh it just says now go vote is the last thing that happens and then it's dedicated. Um, to that dead uh, sweetest lady ever, and uh, then the credits roll. But dude, honestly, I wish so bad that they would release that that he would release like because you know Jack is to J- Jackass did Jackass two, and then they did yeah, Jackass like two point five. Like they we need a we need a Borat two point five because I'm sure there's so much shit. Like, what, what is there any need, footage of him getting ripped out of the car like at that uh, that Trump rally? What we need is a Criterion release of Borat one and two with all Not the Trump supplements, rally, and it would be great. I would buy it. Yeah, hell yeah! I almost wish he didn't do This Is America, and I wish he did Borat two, Borat three, and Borat four instead. I just want to see this is America, because I'm not. It's I'm not, not prepared. To be I'm not good, prepared to make that to make that judgment without having seen it. That's I, true, I've, but it's I've only on Showtime. I've seen clips. I've of seen it, clips but, of it. Uh, the I've, clips I've seen are seen pretty it. good. But. And just like you predicted, Nathan Fielder did help out in this movie. Yeah. I'm. I, oh yeah, dude. I'm waiting for that that uh, the uh, Nathan for you movie to come out, dude. He, he did Finding Francis. The it was the it was the um it was like the last the episode hour, yeah. of Nathan for you. Oh. It was a two hour like documentary sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, he did sign a deal with uh HBO. I think he's got a new show in the works in HBO. Nathan Fielder? Yeah, that no Fuck one yeah. no one knows what it is. Fuck yeah. I mean, I guess I, maybe no one knows, meaning I don't know, and I can't tell you. Yeah, well, he's been working on it like a long time, well, and he yeah. did say that it takes years to make this stuff. So. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Nathan nice. for you Fuck is yeah. they just Nathan for you is probably so the funniest uh, show I've ever. It's one seen of the greatest life. shows of all time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nathan for you, they had to comb through so much junk footage too to like cut it down to the good stuff because you just have to roll. Oh yeah, with with any of this shit, any yeah. of this shit, yeah. It, okay, and and so that's another reason why, like, I know there's footage of uh, fucking Sasha Baron Cohen being dragged out by these 
Oh people, yeah, somebody like, kept rolling for sure. Yeah, you always always be recording. Like that's like a that that that's a a saying. You know, when it comes to to stuff like to stuff like this, record everything all the time. Yeah, because you never know what's going to happen, baby. So you know that they were recording when they figured out that that was fucking Sasha Baron Cohen up there and not Country Steve. <laughs> yeah, um, I want to see that footage. Yeah, I agree. Release the tape. Release the tapes. Release the butthole cut. Um, so, yeah, I think that kind of r- wraps it up. Uh, there is an elephant in the room. This is being recorded. Uh, we may not know the results of the election, but uh, we may have a, We hopefully have a new president. Uh, certainly, we know who the next four years are. Fuck Trump. So, hopefully, it worked out good. Uh, yeah, we're not big on the orange man. Be Behind the orange... Behind the orange like curtain. <laughs> no, behind the, behind the curtain. Uh, this is you know recorded a couple days after the release of uh, Borat's subsequent movie film. So this will come out in about a week's time, and uh, so we don't know how the election's going to go. But I hope you voted. Ho- hopefully, we will know the results at this point of release, and it won't be a long legal battle with Trump claiming that mail-in ballots aren't real. And he has the right to dispute the election. But he has to do it fairly and accept defeat like Al Gore did. You know, it takes like three days or something. And then they're like, no, no, you still yeah. lost. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, uh, yeah. And this is also, hopefully it's the end of Trump's term. And this is also potentially probably the last time that we will cover a comedy movie because, uh rehashing jokes that are told much better by someone else yeah um i don't know it's probably not worth your time but here you are you're uh hopefully if if you're listening to this podcast you've seen the movie and you're laughing remembering otherwise we definitely ruined this movie (laughs) for you we, we, we set up top that you should turn it off if you haven't seen it yeah I mean, we were just trying to relive good memories, yeah, man. But, so, uh, yeah, this is a misstep. Hopefully we didn't lose you. Hopefully you'll be back next week because we got lots of stuff planned, baby. We got so much. I know these two have a bunch of episode ideas. Cause I took off work so I can make something up, motherfucker. So Monster Movie Month has concluded. We We saw those monstrous people, Kevin Spacey. Uh, Woody Allen, Mel Gibson, Roman Polanski, and of Harvey course the Weinstein. final boss, Harvey Weinstein. We've all gone through that, and we got <laughs> what we, was the? Uh, it was like the the end, uh, end Troy. Oh, the Rat King. That's yeah, the Rat King. Yeah, he's the, the rat, rat King. He's the Rat King. The Rat King himself. Uh, and I and I will say we're not just going to do movies. You know, uh, it may seem like this has become a movie podcast. That's not what it is, baby. We're about to do a bunch of different crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, fuck you. Watch Get ready. This. November is here. We have a new president, hopefully. I'll and, be live uh, streaming Donkey Kong sixty four playthrough. You know what it is. Uh, is this true? I don't know. I considered it. Well, how do how do you live stream? Uh, I just N64? have to get. I just I just have to plug in a capture card and hook it up to Twitch. It's not that hard. Do you have a capture card? No, no. But I was gonna get. I was gonna look it up and get the kind you have. I think at some point. I mean, you could potentially borrow mine if you want. But huh. you, should, shot, uh, yeah. you should. You uh, should. 
What the fuck is a? All right, well, we. I we'll mean, I mean, like if you're gonna borrow it, you have to commit to it right now because people are gonna be looking for this shit, dude. Yeah. Well, y'all, all, yeah. So I've ne- so for the record, I've never played Donkey Kong sixty four. I asked for it as a joke offhandedly for Christmas last year, and I received it from my sister in my stocking to my extreme joy. I felt like a nineties kid. It was an alt. It was a fucking super sweet surprise, but due to other things and just shit getting in the way i haven't really like fully committed like i've like i've touched it before but i haven't like fully committed to like playing it so i was gonna start a new file and live stream this shit that's a strange way to put it (laughs) i've touched it but i haven't fully played with it (laughs) um haven't gone to completion as they say (laughs) um i haven't beat it Um, it's still flaccid. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll post Tim's Twitch um, URL in the episode description. So if you have any interest, uh, this is November fourth, but Tim will be streaming Donkey Kong sixty four all of November. He's gonna beat it before December first. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's I, I will tell you as someone who's beaten it, it's a bit of a slog. There's too many collectibles, and they're uh, placed in places where you have to revisit it with a new character. It's kind of... Oh, a, I mean, I'm into that shit, though. It's a little bit what of a I'm bloated game. What I'm a lot more game. furious about is the fact that I still can't beat Shadow Link at the end of the Water Temple. I have been stuck on that fucking boss battle for so long. It's the furthest I've ever gotten in Ocarina of Time 64, and there are, like four dungeons after this that i've never gotten to play before can't be that hard i would really love to play it's truly probably one of the hardest parts of the game yeah yeah i've done the temple the the water temple that is for the viewer uh, which is known for being a really hard temple i've done i've done it i'm at the end i just can't beat the guy so yeah catch tim on twitch uh yeah you want to plug your only fans what? Wait, 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 is that what it is? Wait, is you, it... you have like the yeah, URL? Eyes of Mobin is the uh, is the name. Well, spell so, it out. Spell uh, it out. E-Y-E-S-O-F-M-O-B-I-N. Catch it in the description. Twitchtv.eyesofmobin. Tim will be streaming Donkey Kong 64 all of November. And if he does not complete it by November, we have a... Uh, by December, he means. By December 1st, we have a punishment for him here on the Dry Run Podcast. Uh, and, yeah, we got that planned out, too. So s- stay tuned. All right. Bye, baby. Chinqui. Chinqui.